Welcome back to another episode of On the Bench with Beaks. This is episode 59, and I'm feeling very, very, very fine. <laughs> I am your host, uh, Cody Beekman, and with me as always is um, Bryce Save McMillan. Hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> and I've got Ross the Haas Mormeyer. What's up, guys? And today we are joined by two lovely ladies. We are talking to... Kelly Smith and Lisa Colavacchio, the co-founders of Lifter Up Hockey from Oakville, Ontario. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. How is it going out Canada way? Oh, it's it's great. Like spring is sprung here, and uh, we're just so happy that you reached out to us. No, yeah, we're we're excited. We're, uh, I mean, uh, you know, just a, us as a uh, huge hockey community-based podcast. We uh, we we saw what you what you ladies are doing up in Canada, and we're we're absolutely loving it. So we're so excited to hear about it. Um, first of all, uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've, we're going to be talking a, a bit about that. But uh, first of all, we've got a player spotlight by uh, Mr. Ross Moore So let's get into that. All right. So Alex DeBrinket. Oh, the cat. Yeah, yep. absolutely. He has been showing up here these, the whole entire season, uh, and he's just getting better and better as time goes on. Uh, ever since he came into the league in 2017, when he got drafted, I think it was by the Chicago Blackhawks, obviously, in 2016. So, yeah, I mean, he's just putting up huge numbers. Uh, he's getting huge goals, big goals. Um yeah, I mean, the, and the kids playing with Kane, and they're also missing days and everything. So he's stepping up in a big way. Well, it never hurts to uh, play with Patrick Kane for one and two. I mean, this was a huge bounce back, bounce back year for him. I mean, last year he uh, didn't really necessarily show up so much, and uh, there's a lot of questions coming into this season, seeing if he could get back to his you know uh, year one and uh, year one form. And I absolutely agree with you. He, he has, and I mean. Playing with that new kid, Puce uh, Suter, is not hurt at all as no. well. So He's been electric that. as well. Yeah, look at his points right now. 52 games, 32 goals, 24 assists. That's 56 points in 52 games. So he's been a lethal threat in every single game this season, at least on average. About a point per game. Absolutely. Yep. That's like getting up into like the McDavid realm, too. And a plus three. Yeah. Always gotta be, always gotta it's, be it's the plus right. guy. It's plus three, base of plus. Yeah, well, you know that's so funny. Uh, you are, you are the big plus minus guy here. Every, a lot of people say, "Oh, what's the deal with plus minus?" Like, no, there's, a, you know, there's, there's something you're really telling about, uh, you know, how, how often you're on the ice for goals, uh, for and against. So. Oh yeah, I mean, just look at the uh, Carolina Hurricane playing under uh, Brandon Moore. Oh, truly, they're yeah. just playing his blue collar style hockey, and they're just all pluses, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's very hard to find a, a negative player on that team. I mean, that's Rod, Rod Beardmore for you. Yep. All right. Very nice player spotlight. Bringing in the cat for yep. the uh, final regular season. When I mean, uh, yeah, uh, we we are looking at uh, playoff hockey. I mean, uh, so from now on, we're going to be talking just playoff teams after that. All right. So let's move on. Um Yes, Kelly Smith and Lisa uh, Kolovacchio. Uh, so I'm so I, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I I think I've done pretty well so far. Um, so we've got uh, we've got this awesome thing that you're doing up up in Canada right now. You've started a, uh, a three on three uh, rec league for. Um, 
that just promotes all in- inclusiveness and just um, like hockey development for all the uh, for uh, all the young younger gals, um, in- everybody out in Oakville. Um, it's a, it's a great thing we're going. Uh, uh, that's going on right now. It's it's very interesting. Um, can you guys just uh, before we really get into it, like just give us a little bit of background and how you two met and kind of like uh, uh, stormed up this this beautiful thing? Yeah. Well, I should maybe maybe correct you a little bit. We're not all that young. Um, it is we. It is a women's hockey league, and I would say um, our league is very inclusive for sure. But we have women playing with us from in their 20s to we have women over 60 in our league. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So you just got the whole yeah. gamut then. We do. But it, that, you know, it makes for a great game. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. everybody's at different, different skill levels. I could see that. And, yeah, they bring something different. Well, the, and then the, and that's great because uh, we were actually talking to a gal that uh, that um, just started learning to uh, play hockey not too long ago in, in her thirties, and we were just talking about how how uh, important it is to, you know, maybe a lot like okay, a lot of a lot of hockey players start out when they're like you know five or six years old, and it, a, after after a certain point, it just gets so hard to actually join in and like find a league uh, that's as accepting. As you know, someone uh, who's six years old that's learning the game, that's you know sixty or thirty years old that's learning the game. So that's really awesome. That uh, I mean, you guys are striving to like incorporate more more people of all ages into the game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's really our mandate, and we're um, we'd love to tell you our story because Lisa and I started. Um, way after in our 40s. Uh, We've been playing together for about five years, Uh, but we didn't play prior. We laced up for the very first time as strangers. I had never met Lisa before about five years ago. Um, I joined, I, after years of being on the bench with my kids, um, so I have a son who plays and I have a daughter who plays. She's now 18 and she plays competitive hockey. Nice. Um, And, you know, she had mentioned to me, you know, hey, mom, there's this league, women play, like, how come you're not playing? You're, you know, got a competitive spirit, um, you know, somewhat active, like, how come you're not playing? And I had to think about it. Um, I didn't have an answer. And I thought, yeah, maybe I should. Always intimidated, you know, to kind of go and get the equipment and start off. But I decided to sign up um, to this beginner's league as an individual, so I didn't have a team, I didn't know anybody, and that's where I met Lisa that night. She also laced up for the first time. Do you yeah. remember Lisa? Yeah, I do. Like, every, every one of the women that was in that room that night did not know each other. There wasn't one of us that knew each other, and again, our, our age range was there as well, um, and I mean, we were pretty much I, I was scared because, you know, I, I've never been on hockey skates before. Um, and and half of us didn't even know how to get dressed properly. It was yeah. pathetic. Well, yeah. Really. yeah, I remember that night, too. It was silent because everybody, I think, was feeling the same the same way. We just had all this equipment. And, we you know, after years of, you know, helping my kids get dressed, it was like I had to get dressed and lace up my skates and um, 
but yeah, we were all starting. A lot of women that night was their very first night on hockey skates. Um, yeah, it was just, so that's where Lisa and I met. And again, we were, I mean, Lisa, I, I, was yeah, I, often, I often like to say, I don't know if you guys follow what we call like the Timbit hockeys. It's, it's like little, little kids that can barely stand up. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So think of that adult version. That's pretty much what we look like. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Can't stop. I didn't even think about like on ice, you know, hockey skates, thinking about stopping, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think we spent our first season just saying, okay, team, if we can stop, you know, like just learn to stop. Let's just learn to stop this season. Um, but we quickly broke the ice shortly after that. I mean, the first, that first night, I remember the silence getting dressed. And then when we all got on the ice and we realized, okay, A, we can do this. And there's so many people that are beginning um, at different um, stages. It really just, it was a lot of fun. And then the banter in the change room, I finally got it. Because my husband, our husbands play hockey. And, you know, you hear about all the banter in the change room and the beers. And, you know, quickly it was like, okay, who's on snack duty? Wink, wink. You know, who's going to bring the beer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? So it was, it was a <laughs> lot of fun after that. Yeah, everybody just starts to, you know, like, really loosen up. Everybody's giving each other some chirps, you know, having, having a couple of, uh, loud mo- uh, bowls of loudmouth sp- uh, soups. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, a, that's a big thing about, you know, beer, especially beer league hockey. I mean, it really does, uh, it, it really gives you some um, form of uh, camaraderie with it. And the fact that you guys were all starting at the same time, that had to, like, that had to, like, throw you guys into a bit more of a, uh, you know, a comfort level rather than then you know uh, uh just only a couple of you walk walking in with um you know all these people that have been together and have been playing because i i mean i even remember when i uh, when i when i picked up the stick again and went into the beer league i was even nervous because i i i was like kind of like uh you where i you know i didn't have a team i was just like a free agent that got picked up off a, a team that needed it and so i'm like i'm walking in there and i'm like all right well i guess i'll just play hockey and you really not talk to anybody but as soon as you know yeah you sit you you, you get in there you start you know hearing the chirping and all that it does yeah. it does provide a comfort level for sure yeah and i mean one thing too what happened that night is when we started to get to know each other it's like all walks of life like you know you know not just you know it's just women from different professions and moms and professionals um and they're all showing up and we're, we're all together like we're it's you know all of that is left at the door and we're just you know, we're hockey players for that night. And it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I have to say, like, and it's great exercise. Like, it's, I, I mean, I'm not the type of person that likes to go to a gym. So doing something like recreational hockey is my way of actually getting, you know, some exercise in. I mean, the, it, it, it's a great sweat. It's a great workout um, for any age, I think. Oh, fully agreed. I, I couldn't agree more, actually. 
Yeah, and for me, we do put the calories back in after the game. Oh, I mean, you know, know, those beers always got to go. As long as we're not carbo loading like Philadelphia Kessel. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It's right to have some fresh soda pops or, you know, some snacks. Yeah, another hot dog and another hot dog. (laughs) Well, Phil Kessel's a freak of nature, so we'll just, we'll we'll leave it at that. Bryce, you got something you want to. Yeah, so I look at Lift Her Up Hockey, and you know, I just think about you know your experience and how welcoming you made it. It's almost like you erase the stigma of having hockey, having the hockey persona of being that grindy, tough-nosed type of person that has to play the sport. It seems like it's what's really driven your organization to be so successful. So just tell me about your values and how you get everyone to kind of accept that hockey is a everyone kind of sport. Well, I, I, Kelly, you can interrupt if you like. I, I think we kind of started to the point where we all wanted to play, we all wanted to win, and then, you know, this this particular group of ladies started kind of, you know, moving in a little bit of a different direction. Some of them were just out there to win. Kelly and I and a few others, we were, we, we wanted the exercise, we wanted the social aspect of it, and we wanted to have fun, and that's kind of where Lift Her Up Hockey started. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, you talk about taking away the stigma. Lisa and I had to think really hard about our values. Like, um, you know, we started together and, you know, over the the few years we all skated together, there was a group of us for sure. We moved up the ranks. So we did actually move from beginner, um, you know, up up in the league because we got, we learned how to stop. (laughs) We got a little better at skating. Uh, We played in a few tournaments. We got to know the game and the feel of three-on-three hockey. Um, but to Lisa's point, like it got a little competitive for a few of us, uh, for sure. As we moved up, you're playing against other teams that are um, maybe around the same age, but certainly have played before and they were out there and they really wanted to have a hard skate and win. And it was getting competitive. And Lisa and I were always on the, the same wavelengths. We would chat after the game going, wow, you know what? Like. That got a little chippy, and hockey can get chippy, we get it, but um, we also, we want a good skate, we want to have fun, and we also were seeing other women come out and, you know, sub in, and, you know, they weren't as, um, they weren't starting off at the same level, and um, we didn't want to turn them away from hockey, like we said, hey, you know, it could be a really good skate, Um, so Lisa and I decided, hey, let's Let's try to recreate this. Like, let's try to welcome new women into the game at whatever age you are, because certainly it worked for us. Um, and that's how the conversation started was, let's do this lift her up something. Um, lift her up hockey just sounds right. Um, and have a beginner's league that we can invite anybody who wants to play. Um but understands our values that, hey, we're out there to have fun. And the lifter up is to welcome women that actually can really skate. Who have, We have a number of women in our league who have played competitively and they are looking to come out, have a good skate and mentor women. Like that is their thing is they can out skate us, but oh. they choose not to. <laughs> like they're there to pass the puck, um, to you know, give us the high five on the bench to say, you know what, your crossovers are helping. You know that that pass you made, that goal you made. Um, they're there to like lift us up. Like 
you know, just all around. And what a, what an awesome way to like really try to grow hockey, and you know, it, it, especially because uh, I mean, with 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 the game of hockey, you know, it, it's the the stigmas uh, over time. You know, it's been more of a guy sport. It's been more of uh, you know, it's been more like there's been hazing rituals, and a lot of like some some players have always been a little too over competitive. And I mean, there's there's been times where you know I've even wanted to be like, you know what, screw this. I, um, you know, because, you know, I'm, I might have been on a team for a year that, uh, you know, always just got crapped on whenever I did something wrong, you know. And, I mean, it, it does carry over in the beer leagues. You do see these guys or, uh, you know, just uh, players in general where they think they're they're still, uh, you know, the uh, Wayne Gretzky of the beer league that think that they're, they're hot stuff and just, yeah. you know, just rain crap down on everybody right. else. The dangle darling. You know totally. what? We've actually experienced that a little bit a couple of times with some of the women that we've had join our league who have since left because they figured out that this was not that kind of league. Um, and right in our rules and regulations, we actually state, you know, um, the chirp, leave the chirping to the birds because it's, it's not that kind of game and that's not the kind of environment that we're um, fostering. You know, we're... we're we want women to feel welcome. We don't want anyone one to feel intimidated. And when you get into that kind of a situation like you're discussing, it just doesn't make it fun for anyone. And, and like I said, we're out there to have a good time. It is a very, very social league. Like we have music on the bench. We do player of the game. We have sponsors. So to your point, uh, it's not for everyone. It's, yeah. it's not going to be. Lisa and I recognize this, and you want a competitive, go play a competitive. There's, there's another, you know, there's other leagues that you can go to. Oh um, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, we want to also make sure that you know you've got mixed women at mixed skills. We also need to make sure they feel safe, right? You've got a player that can outskate. Like, there has to be a level of understanding that hey, women are going to show up and they're going to be at different levels. But we also think, hey, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's, I think it's pretty cool to be able to skate to skate somebody with somebody on your line that can go end-to-end, can give you a good pass and give you an opportunity to score. Like, that's that's been pretty cool in our league. Well, yeah, what better way for, like, a, you know, a beginner player to get better and to learn to love the game more than playing with somebody that's, you know... Higher, higher skill level with them, but also has a positive uh, uh, attitude when it comes to you know helping out beginners and st- and stuff like that. Well, and it's not just that. Like our our refs are usually teenage girls, you know, and we want them to have a good experience as well. We don't want them to be in an environment where they're feeling, you know, intimidated by somebody who's mouthing back at them over a call. So that's another thing too, right? Like it, it, it's a very specific environment and. Like Kelly said, it's not for everybody. And we're okay with that. If you come in and join us and you find that we're not for you, that's okay. Yeah, you guys are going to keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it's and it's looking great so far. 
Well, and I want to kind of get onto this because there's a little segment on your site that I love because I want to get it. Yeah, just get to that. But just the difference between playing the competitive or Ironman leagues or even as you're doing for fun. I've done all three. I mean, when you just go out there and play for fun, it just makes it that much more like better of like an experience. And the one thing that I love that's on your website is although winning feels good momentarily when you are playing with others who are supportive you will still feel good with a loss yeah. love absolutely. that oh, i love that so and absolutely. i i mean and it sounds like you guys just kind of keep that mantra and that kind of culture and is that kind of i guess embedded with all the other women without even like saying anything i guess they know what they're getting when they join. I mean, it's and if they don't, they, they pretty much figure it out after game one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Just give them a oh, little sure. a little trial run, a thirty day trial run, basically. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah, for me, I love how the like fact we, that you're able to you know. We break. understand. I, I love how back to, Bex just said, you know, like the state, like like men's league and the beer. Listen, women love beer. We figured that out too. Uh, we've got great, a great sponsor working with us right now, Nickelbrook, who supplies the beer. Goalies get beers uh, every game. We love goalies. Um, we love the banter in the change room. Um, and we love a good, like, fun, you know, the fun on the bench between um, between the, uh, when the whistle goes to change. is is a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens that makes it, Hey, you, you, you're still watching the score clock for sure. We've got refs, as Lisa mentioned. We hire um, yeah, youth refs to ref our game so that they can get experience and feel at ease on the ice to make those calls. Um, so we bring all of that together. And um, we've actually, there's uh, our first year we played. Um, we played, we got, we, we play late. We play at around nine o'clock. We play at the nine o'clock slot. And um, remember Lisa, the next, the guys used to come yes. on. <laughs> and uh, there were a couple of times that those guys were short players. So after our game, after they saw how much fun we were having and you know, like we could see them on the bench with our music, like beating, you know, going, wow, they have music. And then um, a couple of times they said, uh, hey, Sweet. You guys have a couple of players to spare like do you want to come out and you know we're not the best of players but we can skate and they recognize that we had you know we joined our they weren't the best of players either <laughs> they, they probably looked like maddie martinez on the ice eh? <laughs> that's all right man that's, fun. that's that's cool uh, see and that's uh, and what it, it 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 just shows me that what you guys are doing is infectious you know it's you know going out there having a good time everybody's smiling that's huge it's, yeah. it's an infectious kind of thing yeah which yeah. I love, yeah, which is awesome to see. And yeah. It it is. We'd love to tell you about one of our players who um, she's she's deaf otherwise, but she actually wears her hearing aids when she's playing sometimes, sometimes not. And she was playing and she was struggling, like she'd never been on the ice before and I have to say, just that whole, the whole culture in our league, one of our other really super good players. Uh, at the end of the game, got the puck, found some hockey tape, and wrote on it on a sharpie. I think it was first goal, and yeah. gave it to her because she got her first goal that night. And it was so 
cool because she had been extremely intimidated about playing and when she got that first goal and and our team that other person did that without kelly and i saying a word and it just happens like it was so organic wow and and that kind of stuff just happens a lot in our league oh that's so cool that's great to hear and with that being said i feel like what you're doing a lot of the times everything you just told us is you're bridging that gap of competition you're able to take really good players and some of these players who are just starting and you're and you're molding their skills together and making better players so through this whole process you're learning but you're bridging competition and i think you know jen i guess that we had a little bit ago would be really proud of what you're doing as well because even for kids you know she's bridging that gap of competition between good skaters and bad skaters so what you're doing for just people in canada and women right now it's just amazing because you're taking women who are great at hockey and women who are just starting out and you're able to kind of morph their skills together that's awesome not only like creating good players but creating good people which is a bigger thing than anything well and everybody on here can just say i know can attest just by saying this that if you have fun you learn a lot more than if it's Mm -hmm. like more of a serious kind of aspect because at this age i mean nobody wants to be in the you know doing suicides and everything like that on like a competitive league (laughs) i know i'd be done after three puking no bag skates (laughs) yeah Yeah, there's none of that but Ross to your point about bridging the gap you know it works like we will tell you uh when we first started we weren't really sure about how it would work um with the better players but you know we have a number of other women um like that woman that lisa described who really struggled the first few games and the other players by you know encouraging them passing the puck giving them opportunities on the ice um, made them better players at the end of the season. So I, I can count a handful of women that I know that got out like Lisa and I five years ago and certainly sped up their skills just by playing with, you know, different women Yeah. Um, who encourage them in this environment that is non-threatening. Like at the end of the, you know, when everybody's in the parking lot or in the change room, they're they're just talking about how much fun they had and it doesn't matter what the score was and that and that's great especially especially for you know morale too that's that's the biggest thing just like i said earlier you know when when you're coming into a new sport like you may maybe like deer in the headlights (laughs) yeah it's it's awesome to have that positive reinforcement while you're learning each time you step step on the ice and I mean, sure. a, lot, a lot of people haven't been able to get that, no. you know, uh, especially, you know, people that uh, have decided later on in life to decide to start playing, which is huge. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I wanted just to talk to you about our goalies. So um, yeah. I'm not sure what it's like in your beer leagues and how you play, but goalies are gold because there's not enough of them. And certainly in the women's space. Um, we've been challenged to find goalies, but goalies make the game. Like, it is different when a goalie doesn't show up and we have to, you know, figure out what we're going to do for that team that doesn't have a goalie. Right. Um, So we 
Yeah, we're, we're really building up our roster of goalies, but one of the things that we have done um, in the last year is that we've recruited some new goalies. We're also saying, hey, if you haven't played net, um, we'll supply the equipment. And Lisa's been, um, Lisa, you know, share with them what you've done to get hockey equipment for these women. There's lots of things. Just little, like, I mean, we've managed to, uh, like, we've gone on Kijiji. We've, we've basically just begged for free equipment. Um, and, and, you know, we, we did scrape up a few a, a few funds, and we actually went to a Play It Again Sports, and we got some used gear. Uh, and it, because hockey gear, or goalie gear, is extremely expensive. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people don't want to play because of the cost. So we thought if we at least had two sets of gear, we only have one, but and one extra set right now, and we loaned out one set to a girl who had never played before, never played hockey, but thought it would be fun to try in net. Um, and that's Crystal, and, and we brought her in, and um, she, she's actually been really cool. Her, uh, her boyfriend is in the military, and on Remembrance Day this past year, um, we actually did a live feed featuring her so that her boyfriend could watch her play hockey for the first that's time. That's amazing. Oh, that's rad. Awesome. You yeah. guys are awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's very cool. That's yeah. that, that's a huge thing too. Supplying equipment. I mean, just yeah. just like you said, we've we've touched on this before uh, in one of our past episodes about uh, roller hockey and ice hockey. How how extremely uh, expensive the equipment is. And I mean, yeah, a goalie equipment is astronomical compared to any of it. Oh yeah. And yeah, I did, I did a, a few shady pickups. I wasn't I wasn't yeah. all that comfortable. I brought one of my kids with me. One of my boys, you know. In, Get the slingshot. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, meeting in some back alley. Right. (laughs) Meeting in some back alley for some blockers, you know, and some, uh, you know, some shinies. So you ladies have a documentary. Tell us a little bit about about that. It's called For the Love of the Puck. Just kind of go into detail about that. I'd love to hear your story. Well, I'll set it up, Lisa, and you can talk about your experience. Um, So Lisa and I run our Instagram, which we're so pleased that you guys gave us a shout-out and followed us. Um, Well, a couple years ago, uh, we got um, an Instagram message from um, these guys in Minnesota and um, who said, hey, listen, we're doing this documentary, and we're just trying to – we're connecting with people who love hockey – and who are experiencing hockey in different ways. And so I kind of sent a note saying, hey, you know, we're, we're a couple of women. We don't skate very well. Um, we we didn't know. know what they were looking for. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like, I'm not sure you know who we are. And they said, no, 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 you're exactly who we're looking for. Um, and um, so it started a conversation. and. These guys were coming up to Toronto to do um, to meet some other hockey um, leagues. One of them being um, um, for the blind. So we, yeah. There, yeah, we had there's a hockey league for the blind. They were coming up to meet and some other hockey, and they said, "Hey, we'd um, we'd love to meet with you." And then this so happened to come out and said, "Hey, we'd love to skate with you." And we're like, "Okay." So made a call out to our home rank who's been yep. great um, we've got a 
just this very supportive um, guy who runs the three-on-three rink in Oakville. And uh, he said, yeah, take the, take, take the ice rink Friday night. And uh, we skated with them. And they did some filming and they interviewed some of our women about their experience with Lift Up Hockey. And uh, yeah, Lisa, tell them about what happened that night. I, it, it was great. Like we got out on the ice with them, and like obviously these guys were much better skaters than us. But I, I still think they had a good time. I think it gave them a real feel for what it was like on the bench with us, and and that we, you know, we walked the talk, and uh, and you know, we we did the interviews, like Kelly said upstairs, and it, and it was it was really very fluid. Um, the questions and answers. I think we could. I think we could have probably gone on for another hour with these guys just chatting, but the cleaning staff, you know, kind of came and kicked us out. Oh yeah. But, yeah, but honestly, they had some great questions for us on the startup, and 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 we were humbled listening to some of the responses of the women that they interviewed from our league, and and and. It was the same thing across the board, that they felt comfortable, that they felt empowered, and that Lifter Up basically did that. It lifted them up, whether it be their spirits or their skills. It, it, it's, it We're was, literally off the ice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. go. <laughs> but, yeah. So the documentary is for the love of puck. I'm sure if you can Google them, they've they've done uh, they followed they've gone all over um, the U.S. and uh, yeah. Europe as well. And just interviewing different leagues and um, yeah, we were really we were in it. We were the first women's league um, and certainly the first three on three league um, that they had interviewed. So. Oh, that's got to be pretty special. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, uh, obviously, you guys, uh, uh, that's that's huge. It's especially huge for your league. Um, I mean, yeah. Just can you, can you tell us about like some of the answers that uh, your gals were giving them, and and really what that meant to you guys? Uh, like just hearing that all these positive things coming out about what you guys started. Uh, you know what? It's. I, it's been a while since they've had that, but it, it basically was, like, I don't even remember some of the specific questions. I don't know if you do, Kelly, or not, but, but I, I do I do remember um, Gwen actually saying it was a league that she fit into. She played in some other leagues that were both with men and women. She played in a women's only league, another league that was in the area, but she said it was the first league that she had come into that she actually felt like she could just be herself and be accepted and... Yeah, I I think too what the women were talking about and what make what we believe our league is unique out there is it's about the whole experience. Lisa and I spend a lot of time thinking about it's not just getting the ice time and then getting the jerseys and making sure our refs and goalies are lined up. Like Lisa and I spend a lot of time thinking about the experience. Like when women walk in the door to um, having, you know, speakers in the change room for them to play their music, out on the bench, um, beers after the game, like we partnered with Nickelbrook, that's important. Like the little things, the little celebrations we do, like birthdays are never overrated. I don't care if you're turning <laughs> 50 or you're, you like an acknowledgement. So we've celebrated a few birthdays and a few different events when we know. Um, those are things that are important to Lisa and I. So. You know, hearing the women also talk about 
like for the love of puck was really interested about how we got into hockey like when did you start some women have started really young when they you know they've been playing intermittently throughout their life and then they were really curious about why are women starting so late in life <laughs> and to lisa's point listen We've got to find a way to exercise, and skating's a great like cardio yeah. way to get your exercise in. Oh, for absolutely! Sure. Yeah, and then they did. They did also talk about. We talked about the change room. <laughs> yeah, we said it's probably not like a guy's change room. Like, it isn't? But it's still pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's all that matters, you know. Like maybe not yeah. as uh, like gnarly, uh, gnarly f bombs or something, you know. No, going I down. was gonna say you walk by the change, like the change tent that my uh, that my sister would go into for uh, roller derby. Oh God! You just walk by there and just go like your jaw would drop and be like, "Oh my Lanta!" Yeah. Wow. I will say that all hockey gear smells the same. I just think ladies are cleaner. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> That is so true. We do shame some women with their hockey gear, uh, right, Lisa? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we do shame some women with the hockey gear, and um, yeah. So you know, like, like especially when COVID hit, we said, "Hey, great opportunity to wash that gear." Oh yeah. <laughs> I would imagine a lot less, uh, you know, uh, stick tape balls and, you know, uh, the chewing tobacco bottles. <laughs> Golly. Well, you don't stick around for too long in the change rooms because usually we're the last team that's, uh, we're the last uh, uh, people that are in this particular ring. So our Zamboni guys, you know, kind of giving us a stink eye once in a while to try and get out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, go on and off like a concert, you know, like, basketball. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. And it's not like the Mighty Ducks where your Gordon Bomb band just be like, hey, Hans, can we get a few more minutes? You know, yeah. you know, it's not like you know the guy. It's just like we're just we're just the, the we're just the team. We just get, need to get out of here. Yeah, although I would say Mike has actually been pretty cool. The first year, I think he was a little like, oh my God, what are these women, you know? But we we built a little bit of a rapport with him. Right. We found some, you know, common ground. And, you know, he's been great for us ever since. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm. I think it was bad before. We just, you know. Oh, yeah. We feel you. We got you. Yeah. (laughs) Going still along, always with the line of inclusiveness and just like, you know, just making people feel special. Y'all have your own Hockey Hall of Fame. And I think that that's kind of cool. They've got like a player team, the builder, media. They got a friends of the Hockey League and international friends. I like it. Yeah, so talk a little bit more about the uh, Hall of Fame. Our Hall of Fame? Tell me more about that. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just trying to think about our Hall of Fame. Lisa, we do have the Warrior Cup, for sure. Yes. Um, So, we have the Warrior Cup. So, you can't have a, um, you know, you can't have a hockey game you know without the final cup so we do have a competitive still so we do have a, like a real cup that's right. off the grab uh, we do have player of the game after every game and this year what we did differently was um each team nominates somebody from the other team for the player of the game mm-hmm. and you know 
again, I think it just goes with our culture of our team is like, you know, you can nominate somebody from the other team that, that, you know, you've gone hard against, but has played really well and just, and they get a beer. Oh yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. And some of our sponsors have been great as well. We've had a few sponsors, like depending on what they do, they'll bring in a little treat for, for our team. And I mean, We've had uh, one lady in particular that we've had for a couple of seasons now. She's brought in some of her, uh, some Hippie of her pops. Yeah, the hippie pops. She's been great, um, and the, and she she makes like these organic frozen popsicles. And I'll tell you, like they're great after a game. Our girls just like lap them up like they're no tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and like even on the sponsor front, like we we've, we've we've worked hard to get our sponsors. We. We don't give our jerseys back to the girls. Our jerseys are recycled. We try to do that to save the, you know, it's our little save the environment. And when a sponsor is done with us, then we, we are looking for opportunities to give those jerseys up to, you know, somebody in the northern communities that aren't, uh, you know, that they don't. I don't know if a bunch of guys would want to wear lift drop copies, but you never know. There's probably girl teams up there too. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, we, we uh, to that point, like, community is important. Like, Lisa and I look at Lift Your Up Hockey as we're not just a hockey league. I think that's one of our taglines. We're a community. And uh, with that, especially during COVID, um, all of our, lo- our sponsors are local entrepreneurs. Um, and so we make a conscious of decision who we want to partner with. And... Um, and we're we're grateful for them. Like um, you know, they get their jerseys, but at the end of the day, is we feel like we've got this partnership with them. And even over COVID, um, one of our part, one of um, a community um, organization, a local um, theater, film theater, is our league donated money to keep this theater afloat during COVID. Yeah, we bought a seat in their um, their theater. Um, I want to bounce on that one, Kelly, only because um, the reason, part of the reason we gave back to him as well is that he gave to us when we oh. started out with nothing. This guy does a local commercials for um, his theater audience for local businesses. And this was our first year out. We had, a, like, we were honest with this guy. We said we had a zero budget. Um, and he gave us, uh, I think it was like, I want to say it was 30 seconds on the yeah, screen seconds. with a commercial that we made ourselves. Oh, sweet. And he put out there and ran it for us for four weeks straight for free. Oh. Like before, before like a headline movie, like, yeah, you know. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. And yeah. um, so we wanted to give back to him. And our local sponsors have been um, really important to us. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. We've also done some partnering, like, uh, you know, we've talked a lot with Grindstone as well this this past year with COVID. Um, our, our girls give us a jersey deposit, um, and we give that deposit back at the end of the season when we get their jersey back. So um, this year, uh, Grindstone, I don't know if you guys have heard of them, they support uh, girls hockey across Canada. Oh, cool. That's um, neat. We actually took the opportunity to partner with them, and we said we would at least try and make one player, get one player to play hockey in the fall. So we asked our ladies to donate their $20 that they were going to get back for their jersey um, towards this initiative, and we actually managed to 
uh, send a girl to hockey for this coming fall. Oh, now, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they're a foundation. They give back to, I mean, at the end of the day, these, these girls are going to grow up to be players like, you know, that are going to hopefully play rec hockey. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Who knows that one of those girls could be the next Haley Wickenheiser, the oh. next Timberly oh, Knight, you know? Or Kendall yeah. Coyne. Yeah, I mean, there's no telling where you could, uh, where, where, uh, like yeah. these gals can go, and and that's and yeah. that actually leads me into my uh, you know kind of my next question. I mean, uh, the fact that you know the Prof- professional women's hockey league is you know it has been getting some airtime on uh, chi- on on TV now, and I mean ju- they just expanded to their sixth uh, team uh, uh, in Toronto, and um, how how does does that does that play out in your guys' mind at all that like may, uh, that that maybe that's like an influencer for you guys to keep going or or, oh. or in any way like a, you, what does like I don't know yeah the, the, well, well I think it's it's huge but absolutely um, the fact that women are you know women's professional hockey is being televised it's getting more uh, screen time um, you're seeing some like. There were three Canadians that were on the cover of Elle magazine um, this issue. Um, Sarah Nurse, Hannah Button, Bridgette uh, Bridget Laquette. Um, they're all Canadians. And I think that is great for girls hockey is to see these women, these diverse women that are, are making it. And they're, you know, making a living with hockey. Uh, for Lisa and I, I think what we're really touched about, because listen, it's we're not none of us in our league are going to make it to the professional league <laughs> um and we're certainly inspired for that next generation of girls that are going to play hockey but what's most inspiring for us is like um when we get a reach out or somebody commenting hey we love what you do um and these are girls or people across like not just canada but the u.s like that's super inspiring for us. Or like when you get an older woman saying, you know what, I'm gonna give hockey a try. Like I love seeing what you guys are doing. That's why our Instagram is filled with photos of our women. Because we, for us is, that's the most inspiring thing is just to bring, to grow the game at any age that you're at. That's an amazing answer to that question. And I have a next question that is, to any any girl, any woman who is you know wanting to play hockey, you know what is your advice to them? Like, what is what is your favorite part about the sport? Why be involved with you? Um, why do girls I mean, tell us why do women want to be involved in hockey? Why should they? At the end of the day. Hmm. Oh wow, that's a tough one. Well, it's it's a great sport. It's yeah. it's just it and. Um, yeah, it's a great sport. It's, it's um, you know, you're using a lot of your, your body to actually play the sport. And I think if anybody out there, a girl or somebody our age is thinking about hockey, I would just say give it a try. Like, just lace up and give it a try. Um, because it's a great game and it's one of those sports that, um, you know, it's 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 social it has the aspect of a you know competitive level 
team level. There's just so much about hockey that is just worth giving a try. And my only regret is I say to Lisa, she's heard me say it over and over again. My biggest regret is that I never laced up sooner. You know, oh. here, here I've been on the, you know, at the skating rink with my kids for so many years. I grew up in a northern community where my brothers played. Now, granted, girls weren't playing hockey at the time, but like, I'm just so mad that it took me so long because I love it. Oh, same. I, I love it as well. I'm not very good at it. I am definitely not very good at it. But I still I've enjoy it. I've seen you play, like you, like the last game <laughs> that we played before. What are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, I am the epitome of that Timbit. <laughs> that Timbit kit. But you know what? It doesn't matter to me because this environment, it doesn't, like I started a lot later than Kelly, like age-wise. So it's, so it's hard, like it's hard to get out there and, and start it and, you know, not be a little bit worried about what might happen if you fall and you get out there. But I guess, see, like, it's keeping me moving. It's keeping me mobile. And it's it's like if you stop stop using it, it you know, you, I don't know. You, yeah. you know how much our mobile, yeah, it's just, it, it's a great sport all around. And, and I think, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to work uh, alongside my uh, daughter's uh, teams. And be on the bench with their with the girls, and I've just seen the camaraderie and the um, uh, just the the joy of just being out on the ice and learning something new. So I would just say, give it a try, yeah. and wear padding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wear padding, you're gonna fall. But... I, I think yeah, we could agree with that. And this yeah, is and, and, this next question is for both both you gals. Um, like how I don't know, kind of fulfilling in a sense is it when you see these new skaters kind of have that aha moment do you get what i'm saying where everything just starts kind of clicking and you guys are all trying to teach her and then all of a sudden it's just it all just comes together and they they're in like flynn i i wish you could see us because like we're the ones you know, we're we're standing on the sidelines yelling, woohoo! We're hitting the boards and we got the cowbells and we're yelling out and we're the first ones to acknowledge uh, somebody who's done a great job for the night because we see the progression and it, it, I'll tell you, like it just feels so good that these women have an environment to go to where they're not worried. They're not worried about being shamed. They're not worried about not being any good. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. And I, I would say we've had a couple of those moments Lisa described to you when Jen got her first goal and how that team, like, we were going around to give the player that we were going in the change room and they had already done this. Like, they had already recognized that Jen had progressed and she scored. And it just made me think back to, like, oh my gosh, like, we need to do this for our kids, right? Like, in the change room, give them the puck for the best goal. Oh, yeah. But, it still matters today. Like, it doesn't matter if you're 40 or 50 or 30. It doesn't matter. You still like the recognition that you, you know, you scored the goal. Or you, or even for those women who get a hat trick one night, it's like, woohoo! Like, way to go, you're yeah. on fire. Well, and, and, yeah. and that's the thing. I think, you know, later on in life, I feel like, you know, 
uh, recognition of you know like any sort of progression or anything positive in your life it almost like it, you get less and less of that kind of recognition and then when you come out and you do something new like you go out on a limb and you're learning how to play some play hockey a very hard sport to learn anyways and you've got a group of people around you that are are, are you know uh, cheering for you and noticing every time you do something better I that's got to be huge uh, that's huge for you know just you know happiness in general oh yeah to know that your team has your back uh, like on and off the ice and yeah. you can actually see that yeah. and you put freight that love that yeah for sure it, yeah it does it motivates us like see, seeing seeing that we've created an environment where women just automatically will start you know praising other women for a job well done for that night uh, I think it motivates Kelly and I to, to keep moving forward to say, you know, what, what we're doing is working um, and and we enjoy it too. Like it's not, it's not, it's not like a grungy for us at all. If anything, we're constantly trying to figure out new ways to engage our ladies. You know, COVID's obviously been a bit of a struggle. Right. Um, we, and, and we've thought out of the box. Like we did a few couple of cool things for them. Um, but uh, it's still, it's, it's nice to see it. It helps us go forward. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, uh, it, it caught our eye all the way out in Denver. So you're, you, you guys are absolutely doing something super right. I yeah. mean, and we're we're uh, super impressed with what's going on, and uh, we were excited to hear about it. Uh, speaking of moving forward, uh, what are what's Lifter Up Hockey's plans moving forward? Uh, do you guys have anything like a tournament or anything moving down, uh, moving down the pipeline or anything? Yeah, we've got something special happening. We're going to announce it on July 1st, which is Canada Day. So, um, Oh, what, what a perfect yeah, day. Happy Canada Day. <laughs> Happy Canada Day. You're just like, here, Canada Day. Boom. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. best time to do it. Everyone's yeah. super anxious to get back to the ice. And for sure, I think uh, for Lisa and I, we definitely want to grow our league. Um, we don't want to get... You know too big too quick so soon because it's about the experience we want to focus on yeah um we're just we're just super anxious to get the women back on the ice and grow our partnership with our our um local um yeah that's awesome um well uh before we let you go do you guys want to you know, well just uh mention those sponsors real quick or anybody else you want to throw how to find you yeah. social media uh yeah how to how to find you guys on social media obviously we'll just throw some stuff yeah. stuff down on oh, as well thank, thanks for that um the power of social media Lisa and i definitely both have a shout out for each person um, this year we have four sponsors uh so nickelbrook woohoo thank you for sponsoring us um, we've got Hippie Pops. They're great. We've got um, Lisa, help me out here. I know. I'm trying. We've got Sip and Paint. She's a. Um, and yes. That sounds and we dangerous. Well, that could be a lot of fun. We've actually thought about doing a Sip and Paint with our ladies. Oh, 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 I get it now. Oh, that you paint paint something paint. while you drink wine. I thought uh, you were sipping sip paint. paint. I was like, sip oh, and wow. Drink wow. The paint, Ross. I was like, you know what? You guys are crazy up in Canada Way. We think of everything. We just think of everything. Only white paint and red paint. We drink those. <laughs> You missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. We also have summer work, so pre-made food, um, and our local rink, which is the Oakville 
Pro Hockey Academy. We right. love you guys so much out yes. there. Um, I'll start, Lisa. The one shout out I want to give to, and I think you guys should go follow her. She's pretty amazing. She's in Western Canada. It's uh, Kyla Jane, um, and she runs Her Soul Shot. So check her out, Her Soul Shot, on Instagram. And it's all about... Uh, Lisa, um, did you have a shout out as well? I was just going to shout out to Grindstone again. I said, like, what they do is they are are a not-for-profit. And... They, they are, they, they are, they are Canada. Um, you know, we're, we're obviously working with the lady from Hamilton, but um, it's a great organization. It gets girls who otherwise couldn't afford to play the game. Um, the, you know, the, the cost of, of a registration fee. And I believe they, they do other um, initiatives to get some equipment going as well. But uh, Grindstone is a big one for me. Yeah, love Grindstone. Oh, yeah. huge. That's awesome. Well, ladies, it's been a major pleasure talking, and thank you so much for taking time uh, to talk with us. And thank you so much for what you're doing for the hockey community. Yeah. And it's been amazing talking to you guys. It's been awesome. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. So, yes, follow Lift Her Up Hockey on Instagram. They've got a Facebook that you could go to uh, their website, uh, lifteruphockey.ca, correct? Yep. And check them out. And anybody around the Oakville uh, Oakville, uh, neighborhood or city wants to play hockey, give them a shout. Uh, you can register online at lifterhockey.ca, uh, and yes. Uh, yes, thank you so much for uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. It was been a, it's been a pleasure. If you're ever up our way, uh, Wednesday nights, that's when we play. Oh yeah, if this border ever shuts down, uh, that right back up. I do have one last question: Is that a signed Bauer jersey behind you? Oh my god! Uh, I love this. I love this lady. I, I love this lady. I thought you were eyeing that. And I was. Yeah, I was eyeing that so hard, dude. I <laughs> love Bauer. You just hear stories about him, and I just love the man. Oh, uh, awesome. Well, yes. Uh, good luck, ladies. And you know, uh, you just made uh, three huge new fans down uh, Denver, Colorado way. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you two ladies have a good night. Uh, see you later. Bye. Well, boys, uh, that was a beautiful episode, and yeah. um, without uh, without further ado, uh, you can catch us uh, on the Bench with Beaks on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, <gasps> Overcast, Castbox, Breaker, Podbean, Verbal, and Pocket Cast. So, uh, <laughs> without further ado, the uh, horse. Vita Zen. Salut. Try the damn thing, see what happens.